It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I'm Craig Rowan and I have a friend over and we watch the TV. Yeah, we watch TV because I like so much faster than reading a book. You don't know me, never did it, never will. You can't know another person that you think, you've never been me. You've never seen me. Um... If you're still with us, uh, this is the podcast where I invite a, a guest from my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap today. Three-time guest on this podcast. Yep. Every time, he's even more of a friend to me. Deeper relationship. More of a lover to me. We literally were dick to dick. For about eight hours, um, three days ago. That's true. It is Henry Zabrowski, who you might know from The Wolf of Wall Street. You might just know him from Best Week Ever, or more importantly, you know him from Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Yep, and now you know me from Craig Rowan's hotel room here in Atlanta, Georgia, um, room <laughs> at the Regency Suites. If you want to come on by... I'm debating in my head if I'm going to bleep that now, because <laughs> this is going up while I will be living in there. Do you have crazy fans that are come going to come look for you? I Most of the listeners of this podcast are murderers. Yeah. Oh, but forget. they only murder people they love, and they love me. Yeah, so they're going to f- absolutely murder your ass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm safe. You're in room... <laughs> come on by. Um, yeah, I, I welcome you to come on by. And uh, we're actually down here shooting uh, TV, shooting your pretty face. We were taped to each other, hands to hands, feet to feet, dick to dick for about six hours. For six hours. And um, the searing heat that is built between two, I don't know what you'd call it. I'd say healthy. You're pretty healthy. I try to stay healthy. You don't eat any carbs. Um, You're drinking a Boddington's right now, which is high class. Um, You're just drinking gasoline and <laughs> and just grit and dirt. I ate a stick of butter just to make myself go to the bathroom this morning because I haven't been able to go because all we've been eating is organ meat That's here in Atlanta. Do. That's how you, you, yeah, you. But yeah, the heat between a body, uh, two bodies pressed together for uh, six hours is pretty ferocious. But you, you will enjoy it when you watch this. It's show. good. You'll, you'll as long fun. as it doesn't all get cut. Um, but we are, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We are, uh, we're going to be watching a TV show since you've been on the show before you, we watched dinosaurs together. Yep. Then we did a live show and you brought in a clip from, uh, uh, a bad girls club. Oh yeah. Bad girls club with the, the woman with the juice, right? Be like, she took my juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was a very upset. He's like, yeah. She woke everybody up by banging her pots and pants. Um, today. Um, I don't really, I don't know what makes me choose this episode of this this show. It sort of came up organically. We were talking about what show. I don't know how this. Yeah, this Mr. Belvedere. Show. I want to see an episode of Mr. Belvedere. I have not seen an episode of Mr. Belvedere since I was when. I, when was it out? It was eighty-five to ninety. Yes, I have not seen it in twenty-seven years. Yes. So, um, so I'm really excited. I don't remember if it's good or not. It, I don't either. It is a show, actually, that I found out is based off of a novel from, I believe, the 40s about the character Mr. Belvedere. Wow, you and really researched it. 
Uh, that's about as I can, can't really go deeper than that. There is a movie uh, about Mr. Belvedere. It's this classic sort of British character, I guess. So what's the st- what is the exact plot of Mr. Belvedere? He's a real, but they inherit him, right? So like they own him. He's a slave to this family. So Mr. Belvedere is a butler mm. for a suburban family outside of Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania. The father is Bob Euchre, the baseball announcer for the Brewers. Oh, he's great. But in this, he's a sports writer, and then he segues into being a sportscaster. I don't know why they didn't make him a sportscaster immediately, because that's what he is, and that's what he does. Because they were, he's going to grow to it. This is season two. This is season four we're watching, and and in fact, and if uh, people don't know who Bob Euchre is, he was in Major League Baseball. You might As know the him. baseball announcer. Just a little outside. <laughs> I believe that's uh, that was, just a little outside. Just, yeah, that, just a little outside. That's it. Um, hilarious. Just great. I mean, let me say this. What a great second career from being an announcer to being an actor playing an announcer. It's an incredible because you never have to switch skills. Yeah. It's like if I go from being what you'd call my performer that I am now, like the type of performer I am, actor, comedian. And then just and then I could make money from just yelling at people on the street. Yeah. When I was done with it. Yeah. When I got retired. Yeah. That's a great way to live. And <laughs> and you know what? Even if you don't get paid to do it, I think it, do what you love. You'll be at a mental state where that won't be far from what you're actually going to be doing <laughs> at the age of sixty, sixty five. Which is just me embarrassing people around me. Silver servants just showing showing mailmen my dick. And uh, speaking of great segue about showing male men your dick, that when you mentioned Mr. Belvedere, yes. I said, you, you said, wait, why did it, why did that even pop into your head, Mr. Be- Belvedere? Because Mr. Belvedere, it's just, a, it's like a trope in my head. I just seem to remember it as being, um, it was like a comfort show because it was always on later on Saturday mornings. And it, to me, it also feels like one of those throwback sitcoms that it's, the premise is silly. It's like, ridiculous. He got, they get saddled with his butler. He learns from them. They learn from him. Some bullshit. And then. I was just I just thought it would be a funny thing to do because we were saying that we wanted to watch like, you know, we kind of said maybe we'd watch the Who Shot JR episode right. of Dallas and stuff, but something that was like a big important show. So I said maybe let's watch a special episode of this and I found out there are a couple special couple episodes. A couple of special episodes. One where a friend of one of the children gets HIV AIDS. Which is uh, Mr. Belvedere can't buttle his way out of that. Yeah, you can't buttle yourself into a cure for AIDS. No, uh, unless you're magic Johnson's butler. <laughs> butler. Because <laughs> he had AIDS too. Because Magic Johnson, when he got it, he gave it to all his staff. Like they did with the Pharaohs. They even the playing field. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very disturbing. <laughs> and uh, But this special episode is Wesley, the youngest child, gets molested at camp. He gets straight molested. By um, count- the episode is called The Counselor, but for all intents and purposes... It should just be called Wesley gets Wesley molested. gets molested. I was really surprised to find out it wasn't another family's butler mm. because I feel like a butler is a great job if you want to get in with a family and get in with the kids. Yes, that would be that would be messed up if 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 the plot was that Mr. Belvedere had to go take care of some family business. He vouched for another butler, and the butler <laughs> molested Wesley. Butler's all oily, and this is the this is the new butler. Uh, this is the new butler. His name is Vonti. Vonti Lagarian. He looks he looks very creepy to me. Very creepy. He's got that he's got that cloak. But you're vouching for him. Mr. You're vouching Belvedere. for him. He's like, I will 
never not vouch for him. That's I don't remember what Mr. Belvedere sounds like. Yeah, I'd say that's probably accurate. <laughs> I, I was talking to my wife Meryl before this, and I said that we were watching this episode. She says, she said, now I don't want him to get molested, but if I wanted anybody to get molested, their that name kid. would be Wesley. Wesley, Wesley, just you know, waggling around, asking for it. You know, it's just born a target. Yeah. Believe me, no, I was a part of, uh, I went to a Catholic church and there was a very big molestation scandal in my church. And I was one of the only kids that didn't get it. Oh my God. Just because I was fat. I was just fat and ugly. He wasn't the the tight young Wesley. Sometimes that works to your advantage. Yeah, it's like planet Earth. Oh my God, that is yeah, that's your that's, that's my thing. That's I your could, natural. That's my natural repellent to molesters <laughs> and save my psyche. God, that is so fucked up. Did that rip apart the town? I mean, back with Catholics, the 80s, nobody just, gave a it's shit. Just, it's just. <laughs> It's too deep. It's just too deep. Nobody cared. It was a priest. They were literally, there were so many times, it's such an Italian community. They're literally, like, there's almost an understanding of, like, they're supposed to do that. Uh. Oh, no, no. Of course he molested the children. He's never touched a breast. And they're like, oh, yes, you know. And then he was just shipped to another, like, another church. Two towns over. Yeah. Hey. That's a, another great episode of Mr. Belvedere, when Mr. Belvedere helps a priest that molested a child in a previous to move to another church, gets yeah, all his he, stuff he, together. He's like the Underground Railroad for molesters. <laughs> he, like, houses them in that house for a day and then, like, goes on to the next. Yeah, he's the, um, what's the term? The, uh, the uh, identity... I will have to edit that down to the uh, Witness Protection Program for yeah. molesters. That's what Mr. Belvedere is. That's great. It's just good stuff. That's just great material. It's good stuff. So we're going to check out The Counselor, uh, where Wesley gets molested at, I believe, summer camp. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I, – I also haven't watched this show. I've probably watched the clips. And by the way, I will say this before we watch it. In an early uh, – a couple episodes ago, I was talking with Curtis Gwynn about some of our favorite um, theme songs. And this should have popped into my head. Absolutely. Mr. Mr. Belvedere is one of my favorite sitcom theme songs that there is. Well, this was just during the, the, the heyday of sitcoms. I mean, I guess it's still going on, like Big Bang Theory. We just don't watch them. No, I don't think. I, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say sitcom theme songs. Yeah. So, I mean, yes. no, theme songs. That doesn't happen anymore, right? No, they don't. They're so, I mean, they're so short. They're like, Ben, is it Mr. Belvedere? Like, that's what it <laughs> yeah, would be. Yeah. Big Bang Theory. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> is that all it is? Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <laughs> That's the theme song. We obviously neither of us two broke girls and their friends. The restaurant they work in. <laughs> That's the theme song. These are shows I've never seen. Never seen. Um, but Mr. Belvedere, I I know all the lyrics. I believe, or it's probably they're probably like eight verses to the full theme song. But because uh, the other lots of these other these old timey sitcoms, so like from our generation sitcoms. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Oh, I had so much paella. Oh, pretty hungover, too. Um, oh, I'm a mess. I'm a fucking mess. Um, but uh, a lot of these <laughs> sitcom theme songs had, like, single versions that you could go and get the expanded version of the song. Yeah, they have... <coughs> Jesus Christ. They have long versions. <laughs> this one, I believe some of the lyrics are, Streaks on the China, never had them before. 
Who cares? When you drop kick the jacket as he came through the door, no one's dead. But sometimes things get turned around and no one cares. All hands down below. Whoa, whoa. There's a change in the status quo. Whoa, whoa. That's what it is? Yeah. That's hilarious. Need all the I'm help. so excited to hear this. It's the best. It's the best. So we're going to check out The Counselor. Um, and uh, any predictions for this episode? We haven't seen the show. We know that somebody, a child gets molested. Um, I hope, uh, you know, does Wesley turn out to be gay? Like, is it one of those things? Like, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I don't that. think you know how molestation works. I don't know. No, thank God I don't. Thank God I don't. Because if I did, if I was so fucking familiar with how molestation worked, I'd be a different man. All right. Um, I hope that the scene ends with Mr. Belvedere just straight up next to beating this man to death with a pool cue. Like, I hope it goes old boy. Like, the episode turns us to old boy. Oh, God. Him with a hammer going through all the counselors, just fucking ripping it up in one long take. Man. That would be sweet. Gosh. And, but it would be more like the remake of Old Boy by Spike Lee. Yeah, and they because they really did get the guy who played Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, that was uh, that Mr. One. Spike Lee's Old Boy f- starring Mr. Belvedere. Starring Mr. Belvedere, because that's all anyone could address him as. Yeah. I'm pretty certain he died of, like, jowl cancer. Like, he died, he died of one of those really disgusting old British person cancers that you get from just, like, eating foie gras and standing on line in the fucking in, in lines on the rain. I don't fucking know. Why? <laughs> Why are they on lines? Because they go, isn't that the whole thing with British people? They're always standing in line they waiting call for them something? Cues. Cues. That's, I can understand, but. Okay. No Cues. Q yeah. and up. Q and A. Q and ass. <laughs> Q and A. Questions and ass. Ass. All right, we're going to check out the counselor. Okay, let's everybody get their knapsacks and fill their canteens. Let's go. Hey, Wes, I was kind of hoping you'd be in my group. Yeah, well, I figured I'd go with Miss Pritchard today just for kicks. Sure. Well, maybe you'll be with me tomorrow. I think I'm going to be in Miss Pritchard's group from now on. I thought we were having a lot of fun together. Yeah. Wes, something bothering you? I mean, are, are you upset about anything that happened yesterday? I just didn't like that stuff you were doing. Oh. Well, listen, I tell you what, why don't we forget that yesterday ever happened? Fine. It'll just be another one of our little secrets, okay? Sure. And Wes, you can keep the binoculars. Molestation. Molestation is an unforgivable hobby. You can't collect baseball cards from molestation. You can't collect any sort of stats on how many times you molested and how strong you were when you were molesting. <laughs> that's an impression of our friend Matt Foster when he's drunk. Yeah, that's all that is. <laughs> that's all that is. That's all that is. Um, I'm not Bill Crosby. I'm not Bill Crosby. <laughs> that's all he kept saying. 
That's funny. It was very funny. It was funny to us. It's, it's funny to it's us. It's funny to us. Um, um, so we just watched Molestation, uh, The Counselor. <laughs> um, Again, it just shows you if you got a good butler, you don't need a good dad. You could have the worst dad in the world, which I think Bob Uecker maybe. He's, he's just he's, drunk. He's, he's not, drunk. He's not bad. He's just busy golfing and drinking beers and telling dirty stories. Dirty stories with his golf buddies. But at the same time, in this episode, he's on vacation. So maybe it's more like... Hey, listen. You're on vacation. He's on vacation. Some of the wa- There's no vacation when you have kids. No, that's what I'm saying. That's it's 24-7 job. 24-7. And if you're not going to do it... Get a butler. Get a butler because he will do it because he has to do it. Now, I don't quite understand the reason they have a butler, Mm-mm. how they have a butler. We have you look at the thing. I just think he just kind of showed up. He writes in his diary, That's which has got to be spit fucking boring, except for the fact that they has. I mean, they have antics. But semantics, semantics, semantics. But that's semantics. Yep. Uh, but I can't imagine uh, that anything would be interesting coming from Mister Belvedere's fucking mind. Yeah, because basically the there are three children. Yep. Uh, one guy who uh, they're all very they're white children. White, perfectly white. It's perfectly. so nice to see, especially finally. now. With, finally, these days, I'm just sometimes it's just good to see a pure white family. Here's what I'm going to say, Wesley. Wesley. Good child actor. Very good child actor in this episode. I, I was really impressed because uh, last week I watched an episode of uh, Small Wonder. Oh, is that the robot girl? Robot girl. And the boy on the show. You know, I mean, listen, they're kids acting. It is it is what it is. No, they were born on the studio floor. Yeah. Like, these are kids that were just, these are producers' children. Yeah, they're just, they're just, parents love to make money off their kids. Yes. And, uh, but this kid, Wesley, and I'm going to look him up to see if he's done anything else, but I, I was impressed by his, his chops, especially while he got molested. When he was getting molested, that was crazy real. So I was I- getting so wrapped up in that i was so great i thought that was awesome and funny <laughs> my uh, other thing is with especially in the 80s all these like so what was this the counselor's name again the counselor's name was perry sometimes they'd call him mr perry so he's at camp chippewa for the summer for the i think it's just these two weeks or they something they just it shipped fly- him off to be out of the house it flies by it- um and they uh all of these molesters from the 80s shows were really fucking cool he had a convertible. He let him drink soda. He took him swimming. And he's got a tight waist. And he's got good sandy blonde hair. You know, and he was funny and awesome and young. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wasn't like, you know, the molester with the, uh, you know. The normal molester. Uh, this, like a, a lunch bag with like loose uh, uh, egg salad in it. Yeah, that going would... online and telling little boys how he wants to choke on their balls. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's that kind of stuff. That's the reality. That's the reality. <laughs> the reality is the egg salad and the choking <laughs> on the balls. But, but in here it's. A, a cool counselor, and and Wesley's going off to camp for a couple weeks, and uh, um, but Mister Belvedere's sending him there. Uh, Mister, yeah, Mister Belvedere has made the choice that one of the children of two active parents who are alive and well and healthy, he decides that one of their children should the, go to camp. He's making calls back and right, never, mind. and then he's also the one who calls the police. He also <laughs> he he makes a sign. Somehow he gets a sign on the back of. Of uh, Wesley that says eat eat. He, he got uh, he got it. He this put a before, sign. By the way, this is before Bart Simpson. 
This is before Bart Simpson. So this was so this is prescient. This and so they went he put a sign. So Mr. Belvedere arranged for Wesley to go to these camps to get molested. <laughs> I always say I can't just say camp. I say camps just right. because, you know, history. What happened? 1945. Oh. Uh, Got pretty rough. It was great. a rough time. Great. 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 <laughs> Please bring that up. <laughs> so not only is Mr. Belvedere setting him up, he's also putting the provocative sign of eat me on the back of on his, his back. And it's supposed to be a bear's joke because they keep saying to me like, oh, you're going to set me out with the bears. Yeah, he wants me. Yeah. So I guess the whole series is sort of the the cornerstone of it is Wesley is back and forth with Mr. Belvedere, how they make they make fun of each other. And he's a scamp. He's a scamp. And he goes to camp. There are two counselors. There's Perry, the hot molester. And then there's the ugly older <laughs> old, woman. Old, poor older woman. <laughs> That, really woman, that literally, they're. I mean, this is in the eighties. You could just do fat joke after fat joke from an eight-year-old boy to a forty-year-old woman. Absolutely, and they have to fucking take it with the smile on their face. I mean, I I'm not going to look this up, but that woman committed suicide right after <laughs> filming of this. Like the way, like again, yeah, a horrible way, like threw herself off the top of a church. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, the worst way you could kill yourself. Um, no, she. They're slinging a lot of big old jokes on her. I mean, she's wearing big pants. She's got a big broad head. Yeah, you know they, what I mean? He says there's not going to be enough lanyard to make a belt for her. Make a belt for old hippo and, and chick. And then uh, Perry the Molester calls her Godzilla. Yeah, uh, and then he molests him. And then he, yeah, so, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he he molests him. So that the way that scene goes off is, and you sh- this is all on YouTube. You should watch this You episode. should watch the episode and learn about how to avoid being molested. Um, uh, uh, Leslie avoids going on a hiking. He hates going on out with, with, with fat. Fat woman. She hates going out with fat woman. Uh, no reason. She's obviously she's honestly sending kindness towards these children. And she's trying she, to help. we find out later she's provocative in her own right. She has them do plays of nausea. The plays called nausea by Jean Paul Sartre, <laughs> and he has and she has them do uh, Oedipus Rex as a play. Well, that's pretty bad is. That's bad is. bad is. This bad is. <laughs> so she he doesn't want to be a part of her team anymore. So he goes with uh. With Counselor Perry, and he takes him out swimming, gives him a soda. He says he tries to say his stomach hurts, or gives him a soda. He drinks a soda. He goes swimming to come back, and he's got those tight little shorts on. He also just watched Wesley like go out. And that was what they said. It's like they were sick of the food in the camp. Wesley ordered a catering truck. Oh yeah, that didn't make sense to come pull up and feed everybody lunch. So Wesley's funny. Right? Right. Wesley's cool. Right. Listen to music while he should be paying attention to the counselor. Wesley's rich. Apparently. Because he's got a butler and a catering service. You got a butler and a catering service come. Who would want to fuck Wesley? Right. Yeah. You know if what I mean? You're, you're a grown man. <laughs> I mean, you see a child who's with it. Balling. Smart, funny, money. I mean. Your eyes are going to be on him. But so, the, so, yeah, he goes into the water and he's all wet. And he comes out of the water and uh, he tosses him towel. He's like, oh, let me help. But he tosses him a towel. And he starts drying his head off. And then he starts he starts drying his body, his body off. off. And then he, the, the towel drops and he starts massaging his shoulders. shoulders and arms. You know, and then he freaks out and he leaves. But uh, it seemed kind of nice. <laughs> just because it just, it was a little, and that was the molesting. That was the molesting, yes. They did not go further than that. <laughs> I guess <laughs> somehow, somehow... Somehow in my head, the way I pictured it was, and 
Listen, I'm glad that. Oh, thank God it thank didn't. God, because if they tried to go further, I mean, first of all, it's that kid would never be the same. They announced this episode as an important episode of Mr. Belvedere. Like this was like this is important TV. I remember when it was on TV. Yeah, I remember is, it. This is important. It was you. You tuned in, and this is a family thing. Yeah, but in my head before we watched this, I was like. Are they gonna like go in a shed? Seriously, and, and gonna, then he's gonna be like gonna sucking on his dick and <laughs> no, stuff like that. Like, is that, not you'll see it, but is that gonna be the thing <laughs> where you're gonna come out? He's gonna come out of the shed, and you're gonna just see like Prairie slightly kind of like wipe the corner of his mouth and say like, "So glad you came to camp this summer." And then cut to his face, and his face just looks like a broken mirror, and he's got like you know like tears kind of streaming out, and you know like lipstick on. Like I don't, I didn't think it was gonna be like that. I didn't think it, but <laughs> disgusting. That's not what I thought. But I did just say it, but like as if it was roast. As if I thought, yeah, I didn't completely. I didn't think that, but I said it as I if s- it was pretty calculated. <laughs> but I didn't think that. I didn't think it once. I didn't. Think I'm it. glad they God didn't show that. God, imagine if they had been oh like, if they just went, like, yeah, he. Um, he stuck a, stuck a finger up Wesley's butt. He wanted me to play the hot dog game, oh. which was how many hot dogs could I fit in my mouth? And I said, oh, I could fit a lot, Counselor Perry. And I showed him I could fit eight in there. And he's like, what if we put it in your back mouth? You mean my butt mouth? <laughs> yeah. We could only get one in there. I like that he clarifies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he clarifies back math. You mean my butt? My mouth. butt mouth. You bet. They post. You bet, Wesley. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my god. Oh, disgusting. Oh, my butt mouth is coughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. <coughs> Jesus Christ. But no, luckily they didn't go that far. They didn't do that. But he experiences this. Wesley experiences that. And that is, by the way, that's getting molested. What? If an adult, to any listeners here. Who's 7 to 10 years seven old? 7 to 10 to 12. If anybody touches you and makes you uncomfortable, get out of there. Get out of there. But if it feels good, keep if, going. If it feels good, <laughs> follow your heart. Keep chasing that because it's so hard to feel good. You realize as you get older, it gets harder and harder to feel good. And so if it makes you feel good, keep doing it. Now, Wesley did the right thing. He ran away. Yes. He didn't immediately tell anybody. No, because Listen. he was trying to do trying to fix the problem his own way. Yeah. And I, I do, again, have to say the character of Wesley is a great character, good character. He's like a solid little dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, he wasn't in... He, I looked him up on IMDb. Has he done nothing else? He's done a handful of things, but nothing. He Before this, he was in one episode of Hal- Alice. Ooh. One episode of Pound Puppies, which I watched. Mm. Mr. Belvedere, 117 episodes. Damn, he did 117 episodes of Mr. Belvedere? Yeah, then, look, he, he was just in a couple things here and there. That's he, great. He was just a well-adjusted human being. Um, he, but he's been in, let's see, the last thing. I just wonder how in. much money he made. He must have made a couple, probably a couple million. He was in a movie, a short called Buttfucker. <laughs> he played just, Counselor Perry. He played Mr. Weiler in 2009 uh, in a movie called Buttfucker. Yep. 
cool. All right, never mind what I said before. His life's a fucking mess. I want to. He couldn't no, get no. anything else. It's a short. It's a comedy horror movie. Oh, okay. His, also, his last movie was Internet Icon as a guest judge. Oh, okay, sure. And he did a voice for La Noire, the video game. Oh, that's cool. So he's all right. Yeah, he's doing fine. But no, he's right. got a solid. He's got. He's like a grounded actor as a child. Yeah, he's a cool dude, grounded actor. And uh, I mean, I think the real they're two. Oh, so so to follow the molestation thing, mm-hmm. he avoids Counselor Perry for the rest of the time, which, yes. as he should. Got to. Because he he's got them spider hands. He's got them hands that are too many fingers on them. Too hands. many fingers. He's got one extra one that's secret. It's yeah. like a. It's it's invisible. It's only for bad things. <laughs> and uh, and he and Wesley is avoiding him for the rest of the summer. It's condensed. I don't know how long he was there. It felt like a day. It said two weeks. That's just said two weeks, right? Two weeks, right? So uh, at the end of camp. When the, all the families come to watch these, uh, uh, see Oedipus Rex and the Jean, the Sartre show, yeah. Sartre, um, the the parents come for the play, and as they're leaving, one of the other children is like, "Oh, my parents can come. I'm an orphan. I'm an orphanish person." And Wesley's like, "Oh, we'll give you a ride. Don't worry, Mr. Belvedere will even stop for ice cream." Meaning again, Mr. Belvedere makes all the all the calls for the family. Yeah, because no one has anything because he's driving the car, which is also just being like, "Are you his prisoners?" Because I thought he was your prisoner. Yeah, they work for him. They, they work for him. They, he is the patriarch of the family and the matriarch. Also, I will say every bit of things that were sort of genuinely funny in the episode came just from Mr. Belvedere wearing funny hats. He wore. He wore. He wore. Three funny hats. Comedy was easier yeah. back in the day. Yep. We're really struggling here. You know what I mean? Because you can't see our funny hats. Yeah. We got to say stuff that's quick, say stuff that is on the money. Big time funny stuff, right? <laughs> we got to. That's our fucking burden. That's on us. That's on we us. We shoulder it every day. Every day. I mean, I'm not going to say that we're martyrs, but like, this is not easy. I'm Jesus Christ. I'm not going to say. I wasn't thinking it. I wasn't thinking it. I wasn't thinking it. But I'm glad that I did say that I am Jesus fucking, I am Jesus Christ. Um, and that's because it's difficult to do comedy. And you should thank me when you see me on the street. You should say thank you. But for Mr. Belvedere, he put on one hat to play, to to sing to opera. He, 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 was, a, he, was, he was miming, pantomiming, what's the term? Lip syncing. To Wagner, Wagner, Hitler's favorite composer. Yep. Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? Flight of the... I don't know. Yeah, that's just all I know is Wagner. All you know is Wagner. That's all I know. All you know is Hitler. It's because Hitler's... Hitler, I think he had a bad rap. But that's that's another show, another episode. Yeah. Um, Mr. Belvedere never said that, so... These people who like Mr. Belvedere, I don't... The thoughts and expressions coming from Henry's mouth do not represent Viacom. No, they don't. And... Uh, he wore three hats. He wore that. He wore uh, a woman's uh, a braid hat. Bob Uecker got some good material out of that. Said, yeah. let's get some Swedish meatballs. <laughs> and then he also wore um, a golfing uniform golfing that was golfing. that crushed it in the live studio audience. Li- oh, God. People to, to loved it. have a live it. studio audience and wear a funny hat. 
they just eat it up because what people don't know is if you go see uh, a live show like taped like in a studio somewhere they pump cocaine into the ventilation system so you like what you're watching and they have everybody in the front row wearing a funny hat so you're predisposed <laughs> to to laughter <laughs> so the cocaine every seat's got a whoopee cushion on it yeah so the cocaine mixed with those funny hats and the fart noises just you're gonna be laughing you're gonna be laughing you're walking in there laughing but so Wesley, on the final day at camp, he says, we'll offer you a ride. Bellevue's going to give us some uh, ice cream. And he's like, no, no, Perry's going to drive me in his convertible. His convertible. I mean, he might get his hamburgers. Hamburgers. He might get his hamburgers. <laughs> yeah. And at the last second, Wesley, being a brave, brave boy, yeah. he says, don't go with him. It was really kind of dramatic, too. It was. It was like, Again, Good acting. Good acting from that kid. And he's just like, why? Why shouldn't he go with me, Wesley? And then he was fingering himself. And, he goes, and then he goes, yeah, exactly. Perry sort of was covering his bases. He was a good actor, too. He was, he was like, a really well cast episode. Yeah, he was like playing it cool and being, and then he's like, because he might touch you. Or he might do something. He might do something. He might touch you like he did to me. And then his parents did nothing. And then Bob Uecker <laughs> steps forward, sort of annoyed. Again, former, annoyed. former athlete, like uh, hard drinking, like like he tells alpha male stories. So you know he's a, he he hates he hates gay people. Hates any gay. <laughs> Never mind the show. gay for I'm his own kids. I'm not saying anything about Bob Uecker in real life. No, Bob Uecker, I'm sure is gay. I'm pretty certain that that's what he that's what he is. That's his whole thing. That's his whole thing. That's his thing. But in this show, he would want to whale whale on this guy on him. But no, but he literally looks at him as if he'd like like drop the salt. Like he like looks yeah. at Perry, just like, being like, "Seriously, like, you bought me a medium instead of a large shirt? Yeah, uh, you bumped my bumper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he looked at him. Uh, boy, was I said decaf." Decaf, yeah. He's like, you molested my child as well. And then it's just sort of a a, a silent step towards the him, and then it it fades to uh, Bob Uecker, the mom, and Wesley sitting at a picnic bench drinking bug juice, drinking bug juice. And he makes a funny comment. Of Bob Uecker takes it. He's like, I can see why they call it bug juice. Don't quite get it. Kid just got molested. Your just your got child, molested. Your child got your molested. Your only son. No, second he, son. He has, he has one second one. son. He has two sons, but his only, only son. son. His only child. And and, and Mr. Belvedere comes forward and he goes, I, I just talked to the police. I've talked to the police and they would like to speak with Wesley. And you're just like, what are you doing, Mr. Belvedere? Why are you making the call? Why is Mr. Belvedere talking to police? Why isn't the fat fat counselor talking to the police? Why isn't Bob Euchre, the mom, why aren't they flipping their fucking shit? Also, then they just leave. They just leave. They don't talk to the police because they, he's like, nah, it's all right. They go see the thing and they're like, do you think you'll be okay? It's okay to cry, Wesley. And he's like... I don't really need to cry. I kind of need to burp. And he tries to burp and it can't do it. And they're like, Wesley's going to be just fine. Uh, we think he's going to be fine, although we don't know the deep emotional scars because we'll never ask him how he really is. <laughs> they they really just zip through him just being fine. And then they go back to the house like the the bump on the episode, the end little topper on the episode is... Uh, Spit all over the mic. Mm. That's the good. Yeah, that good performance. And uh, and 
And Bob Euchre says to Mr. Belvedere, do you think Wesley's going to be okay? Ask him. Ask your child. Ask your son. Ask your son. Don't use your butler as the fucking intercom system between you and your family. You don't even need a butler. You don't need a butler. You have a small, nice suburban home. Two floor houses. How many bedrooms? Maybe three? And we and he's not just your butler. He's your driver and slave. He's your man you own. And you don't even... First of all, you treat those people like dogs. All right? If you own a human, you don't have him solve family problems. All right? You just have him be outside tilling the field. Oh. I don't know what... The butlers do. You're thinking of old school slavery. Old school slavery. Have you seen Have you seen uh, uh, The Queen of Versailles, the documentary? No, I've never seen it. Oh, my God. Oh, no, there wasn't there a part. Oh, I saw, like, the last 20 minutes of it, and it was like the maids didn't even know what to do the with maids, themselves. The maids were indentured servants that yeah. raised the children, <laughs> lived in, one of them, no joke, lived in a toy house. Yes, that's right. Lived in that like, tiny like house. A tiny house for like giant Barbies. She's like, I like it better in here. And she hasn't, she's literally raising like seven children that aren't her own. And she isn't paid enough to send for her child to come No, because that's also like as a butler, Mr. Belvedere isn't doing that much work. Uh, you ever see him? He's always kind of like drying a plate. Yeah, he's, he's drying a plate. He or sets he, the coffee up. He he makes the coffee for the morning. It's just the laziest thing on the face of the planet. He is. He uh, is he indentured or is he macking on the? Is he like playing them? You know what I mean? Is Does he, the like, whole thing turn out in the end that he's been like? Do you know what the final two episodes are? It's no. a two-parter. I looked it up while I was doing my intense research for this. Ep- he yeah, marries someone and moves to Africa. He moves to Africa? Yes. Why? I don't know. Just because... Because he's Mr. Belvedere. Is it at least a black woman? Well, is it? <laughs> is it? I don't know. Please tell me it is. That would make m- more sense. I get, That would African. be nice. And not just like this white like woman. Kenyan. That I met in Africa. Yeah, I met this one white woman at a strip mall, but we're moving to... Africa. We're going to move to Africa so because there, a butler is king. Well, also, at the in the intro theme, which I forgot, which I did know every single word... Mm-hmm. He in the in the intro they show photos of him being a butler for Gandhi, Gandhi and Dick Clark. Dick um, Clark. What was the other thing? It was other another weird thing? Yes, oh, it's, and he hitchhiked his way to Pittsburgh for some reason. I just think he didn't know what to do. I think he was like the Lee Daniels butler, where he loved to be a he butler, loves a bottle. and that's what he did. And that's the only that's his that's his job. That he already got his dream Once job. Once a butler. Always a butler. Always a butler. And yeah, and that's the thing. If you meet a butler who's out of uniform who's not working right now, you can still ask that butler to get whatever it is that you need. Yeah. Because they have to do it. It's in their DNA. And you can be short with them. You can be short. They'd be like, thank you, fucking butler. Just give it to me. Just give it to me, you stupid butler. Here's another good butler. I'm going to yeah. say another good butler. If you can try to think of another butler from TV while I'm saying my butler. I always my think of th- Alfred. I was thinking of Jeffrey. Oh, Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. Another he was, great butler. He was hilarious in that. But he was working. He was working hard. hard. He also had to wear the outfit. That's the thing. That's, I also feel a butler should be wearing a suit. Listen, here's the deal. If your butler is part of the family unit. That's not a butler anymore. That's not a butler. Fire him. <laughs> 
fire him? Jeffrey and Mr. Belvedere should be fired and replaced by nameless, faceless people. They should be. They should just be just known like those people in, in in Game of Thrones. You don't watch Game of Thrones, but there's just one race of people. They cut off their yes. Penises. No, I know they, they don't have names. Their names are like worm or like shit, and they and all they do hi, is I'm shit. They cut their nipples off if you ask them to. That's great. That's what they should be. There should be people like that everywhere. People always complain. People will be like, I don't want to work at McDonald's. I don't want to work at Taco Bell. And it's just like, you were born into it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Maybe my God. <laughs> Maybe that's what you should be. We should have a whole race that we make that does all our dumb shit. I'm just saying, if you're a part of the family like Jeffrey, tell them to take... The outfit off. Tell him why. Why have him be in the suit anymore? That's, if he's so sweet. so insulting. If literally you've been through multiple help, you've probably helped the family through deaths, deaths, births. abortions, um, disaster. You've probably choreographed the the abortions. You've probably hidden the abortions from the father. At, At least one one of those special episodes. Until think you have yeah these special episodes. That's heavy lifting. Man. That you're doing as a human with this family. You're going through. Like, this is a molestation. Your child is molested. This, this is, is going to be a process for the rest of his life. The rest of his life. But I guess not. But I guess, you know what? I'm going to call you Mr. Belvedere. They all call him Mr. Mr. Belvedere. God. What is his first name? Bell. Hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Gandhi Belvedere. It's 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 insulting, and to all those butlers out there, just fi- find your way. go back Steal to work. Stuff. Go back to work. Steal <laughs> stuff. Shut off this podcast and go back to work. <laughs> why um, are you listening? Why are you listening? Uh, you are obviously using headphones without permission, um, or no. you're using the family stereo system, which they would not appreciate. They would not appreciate. No, but you should definitely steal stuff. That's why I say it's like we've been living in. A, I've been living in a hotel for two and a half months. If I was a maid in a hotel. God, you best fucking believe Man. I would be looking through all your shit. You ever read that book, Nickel and Dimed? No. Sort of weird because it's a woman who's like a reporter who worked as a maid for a year or so. Yeah. Um. So there's we. It's that sort of a weird thing to like do that. Choose to be like I worked as a maid for so long. Here's the book that I wrote. Exactly. But yeah. it felt a little more academic than some of these other ones where it's like, oh, I'm gonna walk for a year without ever drinking pomegranate juice. <laughs> and then I'm gonna write a book. J three. I dreamed of pomegranate juice this night. I just went ahead and had some. In g- <laughs> in general, those books are so gimmicky annoying. But that yeah, they they get paid shit and it's terrible. They should steal as much. Steal as, as much as you want, but not my stuff because I'll tip you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just tip. Leave some dough. A little bit of dough. A little bit. You know, of dough. and um, and I'll I'll let you catch me naked. Yeah, man. Well, you're just waiting naked by the door. That's what hours. I do. I go housekeeping, and I go like, oh, come on, Eon, and they don't come in. Because you're too overzealous. That's the problem. Like, please come in. They hear the need in your voice, and they're like, "I think this guy's a little too much." Oh, you are. You are, which kind of maid are you? You are old, or you are ugly? <laughs> you I'm come with. <laughs> yeah, come in here. I'm like the counselor that the other counselor, the fat one, the one who loved the children genuinely. And it, I, I, what I do like about this was that 
the message at the end of the episode yes. to, to camera with Mr. Belvedere. And I'm going to say this again. To have to say to the camera as yourself, because they're like, I play, I'm Clifton. Hello, my name is Crifter Ribbons, and I play, I play Monster. Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. And then, but this was a special episode, and then the boy had to do it. The kid nailed that. Nailed it. You just don't find it very often. You There's don't. very few good kid actors. God, I mean. Because there's just, you know, I don't know. Because they're growing. Because their t- hormones are shooting. They're, it's, they're not old enough to know that they want to be able to do this no, stuff. they're being forced. They're being forced to do it. You know, they always be like, I chose it. And so it's like, I don't think so. Someone had to drive you here. Someone did your hair. Someone paid for your headshots. You dumb kid. You're a dumb moron. <laughs> you got to be nice. careful. They're nice kids. They're, no, they're, I mean, I don't know. Some of them are. Have you ever worked with a child actor that's been annoying? Uh, the kid from Bad Grandpa. That kid? You worked with that kid from yeah. Bad Grandpa? Yep. He kept uh, trying to punch me in the nuts. Oh, no. He would do this thing. Johnny Knoxville taught it to him. You go to someone goes to say hello and shake your hand. You he tries to punch you in the nuts. That sucks. Yeah, and the parents are just laughing it up because they just see him as a little de- fucking like Mister Scrooge from back in the day, pile of gold coins and a big burlap sack with a dollar sign on the side of it. Ugh. That's what he looks like to them. Is he still young? He's like seven. Still, he's big. Oh, wait, from oh, from Bad Grandpa. I was thinking yeah. Bad Santa. No, no, no. I bet that kid's oh, great. Yeah, the kid from Bad Grandpa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw a behind the scenes thing. He was just punching everybody's balls. Yeah, that's all he does. He was pretty good in that. He's great in it. Yeah. He good was, actor. He was good in Bad Grandpa. He was great in the thing I did with him. What did he do with him? We did best week. He punched your balls. He tried to punch my balls. But you can't discipline him. You know, because what I do is a kid try to punch me in the balls. I punch them in the balls. Yeah, you, you punch them in there. I'll, what I'll do with the kid, if a kid's really messing around with me, is I'll fill a sink all the way with water, and I'll take his head, and I'll dunk it in and out of that. I'll waterboard him until he pays attention to me. And I don't know. I know that I'm not his father, and I know I'm not even his babysitter, and we have no connection at all. But that kid will bend to my will. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Good. Nice. Um, c- cool. Cool. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, man. This isn't that type of podcast. I know. I don't know what you're used to. I'm used to subjugating children to my will and calling that my podcast. Yeah. I don't know, man. Which I I, I, I wish that we saw a little bit more of the other the other brother and sister in this episode just to get a little. I, they were kind of ugly. The daughter came in, had nothing. She had nothing. Oh, well, daughters have no personalities. Yeah, daughters in general. Daughters if in general. If you're a daughter to somebody, just, it's over. Write her off. No, she's, uh, they, 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 no, they, this was the Wesley episode. It was the Wesley. I'm certain there's going to be a one where it's like, you know, like, no, I oh, think Ron, Ron ate too much ice cream. Wesley's friend was the friend that got HIV. It's always Wesley. I think Wesley. How did that kid get HIV? Magic Johnson. What? I don't know. Did he get HIV from Counselor Perry? Counselor Perry. <laughs> they should also be like, there, shouldn't there be a thing where we learn what happens to Counselor Perry? I don't know. You know, because then you have to get into the whole, like, how many others did he molest? You know, and you find out that he's been doing it for years and years, and he's got 15 kids in his fucking crawl space. Like John Wayne Gacy. You know what I mean? Like, that could happen. That could have been Counselor Perry. You know? 
Ted Bundy had girls buried all along the highway, and then he'd go out to where he would bury them, and he'd play with their skulls and like make them literally make them talk and go like, "Yeah, Ted, I love you, I love you." <sighs> He's a real. That's real. That's not even fake. <laughs> That's real, and that was the inspiration. You know how they say like every horror movie was is like based on Ed Gain. Yeah, like, this was that's Miss Perry was this Terry was John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, he was a going amalgamation of a lot of he famous a lot of molesters, f- famous serial killers. Yeah, yeah, Counselor Perry. Um, I mean, he's got great pants. I just wish he'd stop it he with the stop. kids. Where do you think Mr. Belvedere is right now? Uh, I think that he is the in heaven. The character. The character, um, well, he was in Africa, right? Yeah. He went to Africa for a while. Um, he was married. He had a wife. Married. Uh, maybe, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's uh, he's on a boat out there fishing, you know, out in Africa. I don't know how that I works. I think he has butlers himself. I think he bought a butler. What I think he's doing, he's buying butlers from families and setting them free. Man, You're he has free a to go. Butler reserve, like that. He has like a fence off area. A butler or... needs a, has needs space, and it needs nature yeah. in order to. Get, but they're also just drying dishes. Yeah, they're, they're just also... drying dishes on a in like in the pasture, like in like just this beautiful folding setting. towels and stuff, and the... just being like, eh, coffee's ready, like Call... ringing bells in like to nobody. They're just all insane. Their brains are riddled with holes from just being a from not use like from not making their own decisions for years. Two of them are just like trying to get a lady, like a maid. They're like doing like a stag, like sort of like fight with each other, just trying to knock one over. That's my maid. That's my maid. God, having a oh man, having a butler. That, that's a that's a decision. Having a butler is it's just i mean i don't know it's just just you know, i like i want an employee in my house you know what i mean like oh i have employees at work you know oh there's people i'm a boss over i can't wait to have it at my in my home in your own home because i you... can't force my wife to do anything right you can't <laughs> i can't force my children to do anything this man who will be out of a home if i fire him not only like not only does he lose his job he loses home you could take his clothes yeah, you, know what you I mean? can own everything. You can make a boundary. You say to your butler, this is what I'd say to you if you're going to go for a butler. You say, listen, butler, I don't know if you need to buy a storage space or whatever. You don't bring any of your own stuff into my house. Any of your shit into you my and home. And you can't, on your days off, you have days off, you can't bring anything new in. None. You're mine. I give you what you have. You got four magazines. <laughs> okay. Four magazines. One of them is a highlight magazine. <laughs> All the answers All have been done. All the stuff's already done, but you can redo them if you want. You've got half of a cracked magazine. I've got this Connect Four that's missing like nine tiles. Yeah. But you can play with what you want. By yourself. Um, nobody's allowed yourself. in the room. I've got Boggle. You can't marry anyone. Ever. Ever. Your no. ass belongs to me. Even after you're fired, which you will be. You're not allowed to marry anyone. <laughs> You're not allowed to ever again. And I'm going to dress you. I'm going to put clothes out for you every day, and you're going to look stupid. No, it's not going to fit. <laughs> you think I'm going to buy you clothes that fits? Some here's it's going to be a really, really big shirt and tiny pair, of tiny pants. pair of pants. You'll have to wear it, otherwise you'll be naked, and then I'll have to fire you. Oh my god! Yeah, F- naked is a fireable, a fireable. I'm going to buy you clothes that doesn't fit. If they don't fit, you're, that's a fireable offense. Find a way to make those fit. You get to shower when the whole family's done showering. Yeah, and you must shower. 
Yeah. At the end of every day. And all of the all of the children and all of the people who live here, the last thing they do before they get out of the showers, they put the soap a little bit up their butt. But, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and that's the soap that you use. And the soap that you have to use. And you can't brush your teeth. You're not, you better not have stinky breath. You, can't. So you better start chewing on some grass. Yeah, you have to chew on grass <laughs> and use that as the floss. And I don't want you to fashion a toothbrush out of anything else. Ever. You're not allowed to. Not for a thousand years, and I will own their sons if you ever and have you sex. Can't, you, can't, you can't get married. You can have sons. You cannot have daughters. You cannot have daughters. You're yes. not allowed. I will bash a daughter of yours' brains in with a but pot. at eight, I'm going to let them live till 12 without ever meeting them. <laughs> That's... That's how you handle a butler. That's how you handle a butler. Just simple rules. Because otherwise, you give them too much rope, they'll be Mr. Belvedere. They're going to make every decision. Making every call. Next thing you know, he's fucking your wife. He's eating your food. Yeah. He's taking your job. All of a sudden, he's the sports cast. He's, he's Bob Eucher. Yeah. You and you're the, the mirror, butler. You're the butler. God. Uh, these butlers coming to our homes, taking our jobs. Taking our lives. That was my job washing the kitchen floor. Now I've got this butler that I hired. Now I paid this butler to do it, and he's taking my job. I usually wipe down the, the mirror in the, the bathroom. The mirror in the bathroom. Now I've got this butler here just doing it for me taking care of the molestation of my child well i'm glad he's doing that yeah that's a little awkward for me (laughs) i'm still not dealing with me getting molested (laughs) bob uecker if there was just the last line was bob uecker being like waking up in the middle of night like (gasps) i was molested Yeah, and it was like Howard Cosell or like someone like yes, that. Yes, it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Now that's a TV show I'd watch. It's a TV show that you got to write. Man. We got to redo Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, you as Mr. Belvedere, I'd, I'd love, love to watch. I'd be a good butler, a I think. Drunk, a drunk Belvedere. You just, you don't even tell me how to how to be a butler. You can, I've seen many people do the butler, and I know how to do I'm. I've seen movies with butlers in it. I know how to be a butler is easy. All you do is wear pants. I've seen every movie made in 1989. I know, and all those butler genre films with the butler Avengers and the butler Passenger 51. butler Passenger Passenger 51, I saw Butler Silence of the Lambs. I seen Butler Police Academy 3. I, I seen Butler. Police Academy 2, Citizens You on take the, the garbage out, you clean the plate, you make the plate dry, and then you go to sleep with a closet. Then you go to sleep with a closet and have sex with the wife. That's the show. That is the show. That's the show. I would watch that. I'd watch that in a second. I'd love to do that. I would watch. That's TV. Um, I've been asking people to try to come up with a drinking game for the TV show we watch. What would, if somebody's going to watch this molestation episode on YouTube and they're drinking alone at their work or at home, what should, when should they drink? Uh, take a drink every time Mr. Belvedere wears a silly hat. Yeah. Um, take a drink every single time Mr. Belvedere has become the father of the family. Right. That he's, ta- he's wearing the pants. He's the, the wearing the pants in the family. Um, and finish your drink when Wesley gets molested. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's a definite. I'd say any time Perry the molester is also sort of suave. I think take a drink every time Perry's suave. Take a drink every single time Perry shows a little bit. How much of a molester he is. Because he would do that, like, 
like like yeah, a little thing, like a way. lingering look kind of thing. There's a solid five drinks in that. There's a solid five, and I'd say every fat joke, every fat joke, just you know, every fat joke. Everybody clink glasses, <laughs> clink glasses, <laughs> and congratulate yourselves. Congratulate yourselves. Um, and then, do you have any uh, media that you think that people listening should watch? It doesn't need to be TV, or you know, I know that you like uh, 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 the dark stuff. But any like movies or, or anything that you've been into recently that you should pass on to this listening audience? Honestly, uh, uh, I mean, if you haven't seen True Detective, I hate j- jumping on a bandwagon. I'm, I really, I never watch television shows while yeah. they're on. I started watching True Detective, and I watched it top to bottom. It's incredible. So um, good. We were just talking about you and me that eight minutes. A tracking shot. It's incredible. One of the best shots. It's ever. honestly. It's also, if like if you like true crime, feel like dra- like just it's a great drama. It is a great drama, and it's it's really good. Um, Co- the new Cosmos is great. Cosmos, yeah, I've seen a, I've it's seen a lot of a fun. Couple of them. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, that I've seen recently. I've been listening to a lot of gospel music, drunk in the room. Gospel music. I've been doing that a lot of weird old because We're of the True pa- Detective soundtrack. Oh, the True Detective soundtrack. I just jumped off the True Detective soundtrack and just started listening started to other songs. Pandora or something yeah. like that. A Pandora station. And it's been great. A lot that's of old great. blues music. I'm gonna say, man, I I, I recorded an episode that's not going to go up for a while. So I've said a couple of things that I've been on that but i'm reading the disaster artist which is about tommy Wiseau and the make yeah which sounds amazing oh and that's the other thing if you have not seen tommy Wiseau's um straight comedy pilot that he wrote because after the room came out and became such an underground hit tommy Wiseau became convinced that he was brilliant at doing comedy right and so sort of owned up to he's like no 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 this wasn't this was my comedy i knew that this was funny it was funny which is ridiculous so he wrote a straight comedy i'm gonna have to check that out do you remember what it's called i forget what it's called it's an office comedy okay it's retarded with Ricky Gervais in it. It was called The Office. It's called The Office. Right. Yeah. So it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not as good as the American version. No, 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 no. Um, well, thank you so much. And I for, and also you should listen to uh, uh, Henry's podcast. Yes. Last was, podcast on the left. Which is all about the, the weird. The occult. The uh, dark serial killers, aliens, goose. All that. Uh, and it's very funny. Um, thank you so much, Henry. Thank you, buddy. We're having a blast. Absolutely love being in Atlanta with you. Me we too. eat a lot of organ meat together. Yeah. Um, it's tripe was ordered at a table we were sitting at. And tripe is uh, intestinal net. And you you ordered the sweetbreads. <sighs> That's the glass. Thyroid. Oh, so fucking juicy. It's like eating, you know, peeps? It's like peeps, except if peeps are made out of beef fat. And we'll leave you with that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Henry. Thank you. I'm going to go dookie. You don't know me. You wish you knew me, but I wish I knew me too. I don't know me. I don't know myself, and I don't know why. I accidentally left a whole bunch of old Alfredo sauce in my garbage can. Oh, my God. The stove was on all day. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Henry Zabrowski for dropping by the hotel room just down the hall for me and uh, watching Mr. Belvedere uh, and just being a good old person to have fun with. 
Uh, if you're a fan of the podcast, in, in you know the internet, you know what to do on the internet. Leave a review on iTunes and uh, follow on Twitter at Craig Rowan or at It's That Episode. And um, yeah, if you, you leave links on uh, on Facebook, if you think there's something that I should check out or that's worth watching. Um, and maybe it'll find its way onto the podcast somehow. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a great night and an early mañana. Adios, amigos.